Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories, and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassie Rice, and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Steve with us. Hello, Steve. Hi, John. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this. No problem at all. No problem at all. Uh, it's my pleasure. Excellent. So tell us about your business, Steve. Well, uh, unfortunately, my business is one of those C word businesses. It's a consultancy. Yes, another one. And I do apologize for that, but, <laughs> um, but not really, um, because hopefully we bring something a little bit different. Uh, and what we do is that we go into businesses and try and make the most out of what they're going to do anyway. So try to make them more effective on a day to day basis with minimal extra cost of their business. Um, so a little bit of history. Uh, my history is in manufacturing. Um, I've done everything from shop floor right up to my last PAYE job was as European manufacturing manager for a large American multinational. Um, and during that time, I, I did a, a master's degree in uh, manufacturing technology. And uh, as such, I, I spent a little bit of time after that uh, in a consultancy um, doing some work in productivity improvements before I was lured back in by the, the big American dollar. And then about 11 years ago, uh, with the last big crash, uh, I found myself um, without any permanent PAYE employment. And so I took the opportunity to set up uh, a lean manufacturing business, but specializing on small SMEs as opposed to the, the large things. Basically bringing all the stuff that we do in multinationals into small companies. Excellent. Um, so as part of that, um, obviously I had to get the business off the ground and I found that I was not alone in this business. And so we uh, diversified as, as we went along. We found that everyone knew what to do, but nobody could convince people how to do it. So I started looking at different ways and the, the, the barriers that people find to doing the right things. And I stumbled across a thing that was quite new at the time called behavioral economics, which is a, a sub-branch of economics formed by Danny Kahneman and Dan Ariely and that sort of people. And they look at the innate um, behavioral biases that people have. Um, I was lucky enough to work with uh, a guy called Dilip Solomon in Toronto University. I managed to Drag my way into a little bit of uh, uh, doing a bit of free work for him and, and learned an awful lot from him. And I, and I decided that what, what would I enjoy out of doing uh, the consultancy was, was not so much going in there and sort of like instigating change, but going in there and finding out what was stopping them changing. Uh, and so over the years, we, we've moved away from just pure implementation and more working with companies on you know finding out their the barriers the really the behavioral um inertia that stops them having the employees that want to do the job for them having the customers that they deserve and having the right deals with the suppliers that they have well that sounds exciting so if what would be some of the common barriers that you've come across um, 
in terms of, of, of getting uh, the, the three, there are three major barriers and, and behavioral science really looks at these on um, a, a business to consumer. But I believe that it, they're ap applicable to all business to businesses to everyone. Yes. And there are three major barriers that people come across when they're uh, trying to convince people to change their behavior. And all business is about people changing their behavior, making people change their behavior, whether it's getting your employees to do what you want them to do, making someone buy a product from you, um, getting a supplier to give you the best deal. It's all about changing their mindset and changing their behavior. And what I believe the three major uh, problems are is uh, firstly, apathy. People just don't want to do anything. And, and this is genuinely true. And it's true in my life. People don't want to do things. It's hard work. Thinking is hard work. It takes an awful lot of calories. People don't appreciate how many calories thinking actually takes, but it is hard work. So they much rather stick to a tried and tested route, stick with their old suppliers, stick with their old products uh, and not move on and not do anything different. And I think that is a, a major issue. Um, the other one, uh, another one is anxiety. People are scared of making a mistake. They're, every transaction causes anxiety, whether you're buying a new car, whether you're buying, uh, I don't know, some, a deck chair, anything, to people who are purchasing managers you know, putting out a $10 million contract. They are anxious that they're going to get it wrong. They don't care about getting it perfect. They don't want to get it wrong. Uh, and so we work with um, suppliers and businesses to alleviate that anxiety, to make sure that the customer is happy, that the customer is going to get what they want, and they're not going to be left looking stupid. And this is a major issue with, with a lot of people. And I would say the third, um, the third big issue is um, basically, uh, how can I put this? Um, infobesity. Have you heard of infobesity? Go for it. Go for it. We have, we have too much information. When we're making a decision, don't forget we're trying to change someone's behavior. And when we're making a decision, we've got so much now. We can go on the internet and we can look up anything. We can, there are so many comparison websites uh, and there is no definitive answer. And so people just stop bothering. They don't want to change. They don't change their behavior because I don't know what to change my behavior to. I, I don't know where it's going to be. I, I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but it's just too big an issue, too big of a problem to think through. So I just don't bother. I'm just going to carry on doing what I've always done. So I think that is the, the, the three um, major issues, behavioral issues that we have. Apathy, paralysis, and anxiety. So paralysis yes. by having too much to think about. <laughs> uh and what is great about that is it's all very human. It's not about processes. It's not about techniques. It's a human approach. Exactly. And we found that, you, you know, we could go into a business and, and see that they didn't have the best production flow or didn't have the best um, sales funnel or whatever. And no matter if you point it out to them, there are some things that are stopping people change. And that is the essential you have to look at. That's what our belief is. The, the things you've got to look at is not 
what to change to, but how to change. Yes. And how to change people's mindsets um, to get to a position where they're happy to, to make those changes. And you can do that with, without any real um, outlay. So you could, um, for instance, um, paralysis by analysis. If you've got a, a thousand things to look at, don't show them a thousand things. Just show them some th key issues. There are some fantastic studies uh, involving consumer choice. And there's a famous jam study, which if I had the information in front of me, I could quote, but I haven't. Yes. But it's a famous jam study where um, an American supermarket, two, two different branches, one put out 30 different types of jam and one put out six different types of jam. And you could test it and choose at the end. And you got a discount for, for doing going through the process. And the, the ones with six types of jam to choose from had a 40% increase in sales compared with the others. And you would have thought the more choice, the better. What actually turns out is the more choice people go, I can't cope with the choice. I'm not going to bother buying anything. Whereas if you're going to get a choice of six, they can go, I can, I can handle that. I can choose, you know, I can eliminate two immediately. I, I quite like those two. I can pick one from two. It's really easy. And a lot of businesses don't do that. A lot of businesses throw in as much as you can. You look at um, building merchants is one of my favorites. You look at a building merchant website and it, and it will go, yeah, you can get four by two in this quantity, in this length, in this one. And, and it's too much. I can't cope with that. I don't know what to do. Uh, I, I, I just won't bother. And so I just don't bother or I'll get someone to do it for me or whatever. And, and that's the thing. Well, if you just say, you know, what do you want? I want some wood. How long do you want it? And you break the process down, then you are far more likely to get a sale at the end. Yeah. And that's just a simple example. And that applies to all businesses. Well, I've experienced that uh, when I uh, sort of took over the role of membership advisor for the FSB. There's about 20 benefits. I used to just talk about all the benefits because I didn't know which one was right. But you're right by asking some great questions. Yeah. And, and you just want someone to start the process. And, and you know, it's like it's, it's a classic sales thing. And, and I don't like classic sales techniques because they can seem manipulative. But it's the, it's the yes cascade. If you can get people to start saying yes, you know, would, are you interested? Yes. Well, you know, is it for your home? Yes. And then suddenly it's very hard to say no. And that, that's a, that I've seen it used all over the place in really sneaky ways. Yes. But, but it's the same principle. It really is breaking down that decision um, process into bite-sized bits. And it's that ap apathy that people have over, like you say, it's not that they don't want to do the right thing. It's the apathy takes a lot of momentum. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you can recognize that, and if you make it part of your focus, not obviously if you're, I don't know, if you're a florist, then you're, your, your key um, focus should be being the best florist. But if you can recognize that there is something stopping people buying flowers per se, then you can deal with it. Yes. You can deal with it. It's, it's, it's something you should add to your arsenal to make sure that if someone wants, is going to buy some flowers, that they come to you. And that's really what we're talking about here. Yes. Now, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this uh, are seeing um, some apathy in people buying at the moment with what's going on. 
And that's, that's anxiety more than apathy. I mean, that's another one of the issues is that people are anxious at the moment because they don't know where the next, uh, whether they're going to lose a job. I, I see today that M&S, oh, I don't know when you're broadcasting this, but M&S have just laid off 7,000 people today or announced that they're going to. And so people are naturally uh, anxious about making any sort of purchase at the moment. So yes. there are ways that you can, you can address that anxiety. Um, a classic one in America, and I might get the company wrong. It's one of the, um, it's one of the, the Far Eastern car companies. I'm going to say Proton, but it might not be Proton. So don't don't sue me if I'm wrong here. But what they did um, a few years ago is that when America had a little bit of a slump, what they said was, "You buy one of our cars now. If you lose your job." we will buy it back at cost in about, in, 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 we'll give you two years. In the next two years, if you lose your job and you can demonstrate you lost your job, we'll buy that car back off you. It cost them a few thousand dollars, admittedly, but their sales went up like 15%. Yes. So they're, they're, the benefits they got from taking that anxiety away from people far outweighed the cost, it, the cost to them in the long run. Now, I'm not suggesting that people can do that, but it's, is innovative little ways of, of handling and recognizing and acknowledging people's anxieties and people's behavioral reasons for not doing things and then trying to negate them is what every business can do. Excellent. Well, there's been some really good tips there. So if there's somebody listening to this and they're thinking to themselves, that sounds spot on. I recognize some of the apathy and the stresses and the info. Sorry. You, you called it an info. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, oh, oh, infobesity. Infobesity. I love that word. I'm going <laughs> to start using that. Infobesity um, within what they're doing. And they would like somebody to come in and help them um, overcome those situations. How do they contact you, Steve? Well, you can just look at our website. It's uh, more-effective.co.uk uh, or email me direct at steve.t at more-effective.co.uk co.uk and i can arrange to have a like a 15 minute chat with them see if there's anything you can do uh no commitment you know no upfront costs everything's affordable and you notice what i did there i took away the uh, the anxiety that it's going to cost cost them just to call me because it's not i've taken away that worry i've taken away uh, being anxious about making a mistake because you can't make a mistake because it's going to cost you nothing more than 15 minutes of your life uh, and I haven't given you much, too much information or what to do. And so you're not going to be paralyzed by having to make that decision. So see how you can encapsulate all of those three elements into a very small sentence. And I've also shown you the trick of how to do it. So you've learned something and you can, you, you know, you would at free to come and ask me some more. Excellent. What I love is that is that your passion comes across and you're and always wanted to add value and demonstrate what you're talking about. Well, thank you. But it, it, it's true. I mean, it's and yeah, it, it, it is true. I am very passionate about the subject. It, it took me 30 working years of my life to find something that I went, oh, yeah, that I do that all the time. And I fall for that all the time. And I and more importantly, I don't do that all the time. And I hate to think of the number of opportunities I missed because I went, yeah, that's just too hard. I don't really <laughs> want to do that. That That's tricky. God, I got, yeah. 
Uh, and so, yeah, I say it took me 30 years to discover something that I can be passionate about. And I am a little bit evangelical. So I love it. We need more of that in the world for sure. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And, and what's great, it's all based on human beings. And I, th- that is very important. As I say, every problem is uh, a human problem. <laughs> every, every interaction is a human interaction. Yeah. Uh, uh, and people tend to, to fall back and don't want to get involved and don't want to, to recognize the humanity of the world they live in. You know, oh, and it's getting, unfortunately, it's getting easier to do that because everyone buys stuff online. Um, they don't have to interact with people. But even online, there are people using these techniques online. And if you yes. go away and think about this now and go and look at some of the, the, uh, the websites, the popular websites, you can see how they're using these, these techniques yeah. as well, techniques and not as embedded philosophies. Yeah. Well, I will have a pop quiz on the site for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't take you long. <laughs> Steve, if you know any other um, business owners or entrepreneurs that benefit from being on the uh, podcast, would you let me know? Of course I would. Of course I would. And is it just local? Because I, I can think of a few, a, a lot of um, uh, people I, I work with because of distance, uh, come from a distance away, or are you just looking for local people? Ideally, cause, uh, partly because I really like the, the uh, innovation sure. and what's going on in local businesses. But you know sure, what? Sure. People are people and are happy to chat to anyone. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Excellent. Thank you ever so much, Steve. So oh, this... you're more than welcome. I really enjoyed it. Excellent. So this is a podcast by business owners for business owners. And until next time, talk to you soon. Bye then, Steve. Bye. Thanks, John. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as employment protection, navigating the complex time-consuming and cost of employment protection for each of our members. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk